The Jeep Wrangler 4xe. It's electrified. So you can boogie woogie woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie woogie woogie through a desert where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie woogie woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out. When they say no, you boogie woogie woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of anti-venom and boogie woogie woogie your way to a full recovery. The electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Learn more at jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. This week on Happy, Sad, Confused, Gerard Carmichael on comedy, Donald Trump, and killing all the robots. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz, and welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. I'm your host. Welcome to the show. If you're new to it, where have you been? If you're not, thanks for coming back. Uh, this week on the show, as I said, is one of the uh, best and the brightest comics out there, uh, the truly hysterical Gerard Carmichael. So excited to have him here. I should say we are sadly without Sammy this week. As you can tell in the intro, I'm all by my lonesome. Uh, she's not feeling well. Don't worry. She'll be back next week. Um, but for now, you've got me and just me for this sad little intro. But the good news is uh, Gerard Carmichael is the guest this week. So in a moment, you'll hear this fun conversation with him. Uh, if you don't know Gerard, uh, you should – First of all, what's your problem? He's uh, one of the hottest uh, stand-up comics uh, these days, has uh, an amazing career going. He has that, uh, The Carmichael Show, which is entering its third season on NBC, which if you haven't checked out, you really should. It's it's very much a the, the format of a classical kind of sitcom, but a little bit of Norman Lear thrown in there and that it deals with topical issues, deals with hot button issues, but in a very funny way. Um, and he is he's a young guy. I think he's probably like in his late mid late 20s, um, but is really like steering his own ship. Like this is his baby, the Carmichael show. Um, and he's also got like this crazy stand up career going super strong and his new special which he was here to promote, is actually running uh, on HBO this Saturday night at 10 p.m. It's called Eight. It's a second uh, comedy special for HBO. Uh, and it's really funny. I mean, obviously, if, you know, he's a super funny guy and this is what he does. But like that goes without saying. But it's also, as we talk about in this conversation, uh, it, it's very unique. He kind of embraces the awkwardness, the silences. This was taped pretty soon after Trump won the election. So that's definitely, I think, in the air. Uh, and it really captures kind of the mood of the times. And and he's a he's a very like, you know, it sounds cliche to call him a, a brave comic, an edgy comic. But those are kind of the terms that make sense for him. He's somebody that doesn't kind of go the safe route. Um, and uh, anyway, I would highly recommend uh, checking out the special. Uh, we cover a lot of territory in this. Uh, he's also, you might have seen him, he, he kind of emerged on the scene, uh, some small roles in, in Neighbors and the sequel uh, to Neighbors, but he's also going to be in the next Transformers movie this summer. So we talk a little bit about that too. Uh, but the important thing to know is that uh, he's just a funny, funny guy and that's what this conversation is. So uh, this is my first time meeting Gerard and hopefully the first of many. He's welcome back on the podcast anytime. And I think if you listen to this, you'll say, where the hell has he been, Josh? And when's he coming back? So don't worry. We will have him back. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this first conversation, the first of many, hopefully, uh, with a hysterical Gerard Carmichael. We're rolling, We're already Gerard. rolling, and I'm already talking. Here, I'm pointing at you. Hey! Oh, no. That was loud as shit. Can we adjust <laughs> the levels? <laughs> Do we want to keep that? Did we, yeah. did we no, destroy let's any keep eardrums? It. Let's keep it. No, I think because people listen to um, 
uh, podcasts and stuff like on their way to work. And, but what if someone just jumped off the treadmill? You might have injured somebody, Gerard. No, 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 no. They were ready. They're ready for anything. You get off that <laughs> treadmill, you're ready for anything. Uh, it's good to see you. It's good to meet you. Welcome good to meet to, you. Welcome to the uh, We were MTV. trying to figure out whether or not we met before. I don't think we have. Uh, no, no, no. Well, I, on the stairs, we were trying to figure it out because I didn't want to like do the thing where it was like, hey. So I just say, hey. I always just say, good to see you. That's the Yeah, default. good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. For the first time in my For life. For the first time ever. <laughs> we would have probably, I'm sure we were it's, at the same party. We, yeah, we. I think so. I feel like I. I, I feel like I just missed you because here's what I remember when I was covering Neighbors, the first Neighbors. Yeah. I remember everybody was telling me like, you have to talk to Gerard. He's amazing. In it. <laughs> and I was really like, nice. no, we're we're too, we're too big for Gerard. We're not ready. He's he's not big enough. We can yeah, talk to Gerard. I get that. Even still, I'm surprised we're having this conversation. <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't say that, but I feel like somebody on our team said that. And now this is penance. Uh, I'm making amends. Oh, and here you are. I'm happy to be here. Uh, Your can, office is cooler than. Where we record, though. I know. I was telling you, we used to record the podcast in the office, which had its advantages in that it had a lot of cool sensory input, and it said a lot about me, but audio-wise, didn't you know give uh, the rich— Because you know, it didn't have the th- these, these the, 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 the sound the absorption uh, boards. The, like, you know yeah, the technical terms. It's, yeah, it's, your yeah experience. Sound, the sound boards. Yeah, the, uh, the, the SABs. The SABs with the, with the dryer sheets over them. <laughs> That's right. I put this together just for you. <laughs> um, so we should get the business out of hand. Uh, Are people still listening? No, they left. They left. Okay. Our average uh, listen that time— That would be crazy Our average listen time li- is 45 seconds. They Are just people, check out. Yeah, because— <laughs> Like, by dryer sheets, it's like, all right. And then they went to the— Yeah. They're just here for the HelloFresh ads, my uh, my great ad reads. <laughs> they just want to know if, is, I'm, if I'm using Squarespace or not. Squarespace. Maybe. Is Squarespace— What is that again? Squarespace is how you design your own website. They're actually not even a sponsor, so we're giving them a free plug right now. <laughs> <laughs> but every other podcast I listen to, I want Squarespace as a sponsor because I feel like I haven't made it yet. Someone bought my uh, my name. Like on online, you don't own your own identity. No, I did. Someone gave it to me. Actually, oh, a very beautiful gift. A good friend gave it to me, and then, and then I just, I just didn't have a website. Do you have a good really presence online? Do you have a nice Gerard Carmichael dot com? Is that a fun no, place to be? No, it, the Gerard Carmichael dot com now belongs to I believe a real estate company. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just shows like right, like vacation homes. Well, that's a last good... time uh, someone checked. That's a good line of revenue for yeah, you in case no the comedy doesn't work out. Yeah. You should get like a – now you need to get a different do- domain like Carmichael. Like you go edu if you want to go education. Oh, like, can dot, you just get an edu? Dot triple X if you want to go porn. Like whatever. Do people actually do triple X I, for I porn? I feel like I read about that. Like that was a thing a few years back when they like – they created that or that was an option and I feel like that was going to be a thing. When I, the internet uh, first became a thing <laughs> – yeah, kind of. Which is like six months ago. Yeah, right? which is a few months ago. I remember uh, trying to do a report as a kid, and I went to like WhiteHouse.com, and at that point, it was still it was like a porn site. Right. Do you remember that? I think I do remember. Have you that. talked about? Have you covered that on? Yeah, the podcast? we did that. We've, we the first episode, Michael Shannon. We covered that for half an hour. Isn't he the best though? Michael Shannon is. Coolest. Is this a, Ray knows? I, the publicist in the room. Like I literally talk about Michael in every podcast. It's, I'm, oh, I'm not I, even exaggerating. Not? Like, how could you not? He's really. He's like. Dope as fuck. Can we yeah. can we say fuck yeah, on here? Yeah, we can say dope or fuck or as. Man, this is my favorite. Uh, have you met Michael? No. We can, Maybe. We should arrange that. No, we I haven't. Arrange it. Yeah. I would remember that. We should, because now that you've been on the podcast and Michael's a veteran, I well, feel that's, like that's how the I'm next gonna, step. I'm going to approach him with that. 
Yeah, you just say, "Hell, happy second, just look at him, happy second fused. Happy second, <laughs> happy second fused. fused and, it, and then I'm going to hand him he'll, a script. He'll, he'll punch you. <laughs> he'll, he'll bite you. <laughs> like, would, you uh, would you consider this role? Happy second. <laughs> so uh, you are doing the good business of, of uh, not selling, you're just spreading the good word of a great comedy special. I saw it. Congratulations. Getting the word out there to the... To, to the, the people? Good, to the good people. Not the bad people. This is just for the good people. Not them too. Oh, you want the bad people to I, watch? I like the bad people to listen to. <laughs> I kind of get the sense of that even watching the special, which is great, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it's called Eight. It's on HBO, I think, the Saturday 10. The Saturday right? 10, yeah. Cool. Um, and it's your second special. Yeah, yeah. Second one with HBO and uh, uh, directed by Bo Burnham. Yep. And uh, a good time. <laughs> so, is this what you work towards as a as a as a thespian comedian, a writer, actor, whatever the hyphen it is for you? Like, is this like big for you? Like, are you constantly thinking like, when's the next special? I need to work towards the next special. Because back in the day, it certainly was that for yeah. comedians. Is is it still like that? You think? So you? I think not for me. Uh, it just kind of as the thoughts come in, you know. Oh yeah, I have enough ideas to do another special, right. and then we did another special. But uh, it, it just kind of has to make sense content-wise. Yeah, I never want to just do it for the sake of, you know, time to push out that product. Time to do it again, man. <laughs> Got to get on the road. Got to do the thing and do it. It's like, yeah. So who I mean, wants to hear those thoughts? Right. I mean, this is a really interesting special in watching it because it felt like um, you're. In the best possible way, I feel like you're working stuff out on stage to a Oh, degree. it's an emotional I'm I just <laughs> really put it all out there. Yeah, and, and like I, just emotionally. It was it was like a lot of thoughts and feelings that I just I did kind of just work out. It, you know, that's kind of what a lot of the, the material is in the special. Yeah, I mean what's the first thing you literally say is like, are we gonna be okay, right? Yeah. And I'm asking myself <laughs> I'm asking <laughs> all of us, yeah. I'm like, anyone have an answer? Yeah. Hey, when did you tape this? Soon after the election? Like how? What, what, uh, in December. In December here in New York. So okay. So I mean, the obvious question I'm sure that you're being asked a lot due to like the content of your show and the nature of your material is like how? Okay. So like election. How much did that change? Like this special, for instance. Like how? Where were you at in terms of what you were talking about on stage before and after? Um, I care about people more than like. So it doesn't really change. I, I'm just. I mean, people change and culture shifts, you know. So I, I did want to see what the election, what effect the election would have on, uh, you know, us, you know, and mm -hmm. my friends and everything. But uh, I don't really just talk about, you know, what am I supposed to get up there, you know? And then, did you hear what Bannon did? Like, right. I'm not a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not my thing. So I'll show you my Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, like, oh, oh, on and then Kelly said, I'm like, who gives a fuck, man? Right. <laughs> You know, like so, I didn't, like so. I didn't want to do that. I don't do that. So, um, I, I, it was enough to see. But that had already been happening since like July, right? You know, like July. What its effect? It kind of happened already. But were you like, what was your process like election night? Like that, that seems like that's like our like demarcation moment for a lot of people. It's like, where were you? Yeah. How did you process it? What happened? I was on a different stage of, uh, I was on, I was way past acceptance by election. Night. Really? I, I legitimately, I know it sounds like, I knew he was going to win. Why do you Since say that? like last, I named an episode of the, the last uh, season of my show, uh, 
uh, let's plug that too. Yeah. Carmichael Show. No, no, Coming I'm not to- that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I named an episode uh, President Trump, right. and we taped that like last April because I, I was like, oh no, he's going to win. You n- never discount the value of entertainment. Ever. In America, never yeah, discount Entertainment that. over everything. actual idea over, or anything. Over everything. It's depressing. I know, but that's us. That's us. <laughs> let's look oh, in the mirror. Let's own it. Let's look in the mirror. Because both we're all guilty of it. Nobody could stop talking about them yeah. on either side. You you couldn't. Like, good luck trying. You, you couldn't. And if we could have fought that, then maybe you wouldn't have won, but we... You know, we couldn't. So where are you you at with it now? Are you like, it sounds like you reconciled it even before election day. Are you kind of like, how are you processing the news every day? I I would like for us to cut back on like sass. Everyone just has like sassy, whiny responses to stuff. I like protest and march. I I like when people like, oh, no, no, I really want to change something. I really feel strongly about this. I really, I like that. I like the passion. I could do without like the, everyone sounds like a... Everyone's suddenly turned into a comedian, a yeah, snark it's fest, like, yeah, like a little just bit a of snark a snark fest. Like I don't even like, I don't even like that from comedians. Right. This is Happy Sack Confused. We'll be right back after this. Right now, think of a friend, your mom, anyone you care about. What podcast would they really love? Got it. Now do it. Tell them about it in real life or on social media. And if they don't know about podcasts, show them how. Tell us what you recommended with the hashtag tripod, T-R-Y pod. Thanks for spreading the word. There was so much talk, especially like even in the run up to the election about like sort of like the normalizing of him, right? Like what was your take on- If I have one more person tell me that- Talk about relating it to their eating problems. Right. It's like <laughs> you're blaming stop. Trump on your stop. your your ten pound yes, weight gain. Stop. Like <laughs> stop. Do you think that's what like Martin Luther King was? You think he was going around? Oh man, I haven't eaten. I hadn't eaten since Kennedy. So it's like like shut the fuck up for a second. Like stop with your whiny goddamn. Right. Right. Yeah, again, <laughs> I just got really angry. Because no, no, okay. people are whiny. It's like go like seriously go do, like I love what people are doing. Go st- like be at the airport. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you do know, something, but, but do don't, something. Yeah. But the whole whiny. Oh, I'm just so depressed. Like, okay, all right. Well, I don't know. We're all adults. Let's all right, do something. Well, then, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> come on, like what are we like? Are we gonna compl- Is that what the four years are like? Because right. that's worse than Trump. <laughs> the only thing worse than Trump are. Your complaints, your effortless, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like complaints r- about Trump yeah. are worse than Donald Trump. Yeah, we were whiny before. Now it's like steroided up yeah. like wines. For an America that you won't leave. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like fix it or Put up stop. Or up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, I mean, do, do you and do you – what was your interpretation of – I'm just curious from your perspective as a comedian, like the, the SNL having him on as host and Fallon kind of like tussling the hair. Did that bother you? I mean, no. I mean, again, it's entertainment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like it, – it's it's the people's job to, you know, to to see past all of that. Like, you know, you're going to have – I mean, Trump has had airtime. Trump was doing what Trump has been doing since I was a kid. Right. When I was a kid, I saw him on uh, – Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I saw him on The Nanny. I saw him on Home Alone 2. I saw him on... Great <laughs> performances. I, yeah. yeah, great performances. Oh, oh come range. on. I mean, has he won a globe? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I saw him, like, uh, you know, that's what I'll tell my grandkids. I remember Trump was cool ish. <laughs> Big ish. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, like, I we kind of, like, it, that's, that was the nature of it. Well, that's the thing. I, 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 like, yeah, of course he was on Fallon. Of course he was on SNL. Like, he was, uh, had he been on SNL before? I don't know. Probably. Maybe popped in. Maybe it, not it would make sense as he had. I don't know if he had or not, well, yeah, but it, makes, it would I make mean, sense. And especially as like a New Yorker myself growing up, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the same guy we've had for so all have, my entire yeah. life. He's been a joke and this is part of the package. Yeah, so it's part of the package. why are we acting surprised? Yeah. Yeah. I think the surprise is what it's like. It's like, don't be surprised by it. So when you. The man owned the whole a whole stretch of New York City. You know what I mean? Like yeah. an entire stretch of the city. Like he's been everywhere for years. So what? Uh, so NBC giving you freedom to like do that last episode that dealt with Trump was that was that a conversation or they they know what you do now and they know what I the think kind of it's kind of an exception. Yeah, it, it's more so of a an exception. Every now and then it's kind of like really <laughs> pitch an idea. Are they still doing that for part, season three? A little bit, but we're ha- we're doing like some weird fun it's really fun but like my grandmother killed herself in the first episode we did this season spoiler alert <laughs> something to look forward to sweeps <laughs> pulling out all the stops for the season so, yeah so it's like i don't know like they <laughs> every now and then they're like wait okay yeah, wait, wait, what is the note is there a notes process do you get a lot like yeah but now it's more of a discussion i mean it's yeah. some you know really great people at the network that i that i uh work with and it's more of a discussion, you know, it's yeah. like because it's understood that it's like, no, we're going to do this episode. So we just, you know, we all try and chip in and make it the best it could possibly be. So you guys are in good terms because there was a little bit of like friction over the renewal the last time around. Yeah, right? I mean, like, I still think it not even I, I think it's a lot to kind of wrap your head around, you know, like I think the show, I mean, it doesn't fit. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, what I mean. Like, else I like get it, it yeah. as an exact. Like I, it, it is a certain. You know, my heart's warm to a certain amount of empathy for. I get it if you're looking at the show in context of what other comedies are, and so it doesn't necessarily fit. Yes. So it is kind of like what? What do we do with this? I, I, I almost, I almost get it. <laughs> almost, get it. almost, almost. So I mean, like. You know, and and if you guys haven't seen the, the, the Carmichael show, I mean, it is like it's a weird blend of like like a very familiar form. Yeah, it's right? the the really you know the format is it's classic. Yeah, classic. When you think of like the living sitcom room. TV, it's yeah. that's what it is. Um, and certainly, you know, people have have made the you know comparisons to like Norman Lear, et cetera. Um, yeah. Were you thinking about that when you were developing the show? Is that sort of the you know what I, when was I, there a model or was there well when I think about Norman. I think about uh, someone who treated his audience like adults. And so I think about the principle that he he created these shows on. Right. He created all these shows based on that principle of like, no, you are an adult and I'm going to treat you like one. And so that's what I think. I I consider that uh, uh, when doing the show. And did you – were you like – did you have total confidence that it would work? That you would that there was room for this kind of a show that treated the audience like adults and had some sophisticated humor and dealt with issues and was funny. That there was an actual appetite for that on network television. Like rather it's an appetite. I mean, that's still you know. Hopefully, we can still grow. That's still well, you know in the process. Third season but, in, so that's yeah, that but, what most people don't get there. Yeah, but I I do know that it was a thing I didn't see a lot of people doing, right? Especially on broadcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even on really a lot, a lot of comedies, a lot of comedy is dumb. Yeah. 
It's dumb as fuck, even. <laughs> dare I say. Yeah. You know, I would agree. <laughs> and I just did. I was like, I don't want to do that. I was going to say, like, especially in film. I don't even know if I would qualify. Across the it. board. It's everywhere. Across the board. Everywhere. Nobody, nobody is respecting the intellect of like an audience. Do you think that's just going for the easy joke? Do you think it's just like? I think it's fear. I think it's fear. It's like you know, everyone's terrified. Everyone's really, really frightened. Executives don't want to lose their jobs, and uh, you know, creators, writers, comedians don't want to lose their position. Right. And everyone wants, you know, and so everyone rests comfortably knowing that we're making content that no one's gonna feel strongly about. I do and I do feel but like But hopefully go see. Well and, and I do feel And some things are great. With right. that said, I don't right. want to just yeah, sound yeah, super yeah. cynical. Yeah. And it really does highlight and it's probably always been like this. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm speaking of this era. But they're great, you know what I mean? This well, new season of Veep is insane. Oh, the, the next season? I've this new it. season. I mean, the most recent season. Yeah, it was amazing, right? Yeah. I can't... I'm, I'm just watching it, so I'm calling it the new season. Well, no, it's so funny. I literally had not seen Veep until like a month ago, and I binged the entire four or five seasons. It's And I am like feel like such an idiot. Like, oh, I was man, late to yeah. the party. It's like it's, amazing. It's great. I mean, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is just yeah. like a perfect actress. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it does feel like, I mean, it's like safety is probably the enemy of comedy, right? Yeah. Like just going down the middle and going for vanilla and and there is, I guess, a cost to kind of like alienating an audience. And I even got that sense, frankly, in watching your comedy special, the new one, is like one thing I really appreciate, and I don't know if this permeates through all your acts over the last whatever eight or ten years you've been doing it, but like you don't seem afraid to kind of piss some people off and like, like and you know, this is a discussion. I'm not like, you don't all have to love me or love what I'm saying. No, you should, I mean, you should, you probably will disagree with some, I'm, I'm giving you really honest thought and perspective, but you probably will disagree with a lot of it. Good. You felt something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we can still continue this conversation like it doesn't have to just be you don't have to just immediately shut down and 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 a lot of times with comedy especially people hear buzzwords and they turn off because in the context of like well you're supposed to laugh people think comedians are supposed to be like court jesters and so then you hear something you know they they don't think that there's a philosophy or a thought process attached to it so they hear a word and then they shut down you know, and then and that's when the articles get written. <laughs> that being said, you might want to consider for the next special dressing up as a court jester. That's, that could be fun. Yeah, I know. Say the most <laughs> fucked up. I gotta cut. I said like fuck like no, it's okay. Nine times we got an adult audience. Our, My mom is listening. Our under twelve audience is dwindling. It's okay. Okay, good. <laughs> they need to grow up sometime. Yeah. Right. I but my dad took me to see Players Club when I was like eight. Was that a I was hard like R? seven or eight? Uh, Players Club, for, for whatever percentage of your audience that knows that movie, right. they'll realize that it makes that was father sound like a horrible... It's about a... I, I, this isn't the synopsis, but it's about a stripper. It's like the coming-of-age story of a, of a stripper. It can be sweet. It wasn't. <laughs> I had a very similar experience. I'm like 30,000 years older than you. I remember no. a school... Yeah, I am. No. Uh, I was a school... Trip. How old are you? Can I'm, I ask? I'm 40. Are you really? Calm down. It's oil valet. I just exfoliate all day. Right? You seriously? A, congrats, man. Thank you. I'm, Congratulations. I'm, it's wonderful. It's a. It's a. Every day is a gift. Congrats, man. En- embrace your life while you have it. Man, you look like you could just. <laughs> what? You fit with the whole. You look so young. With the kids? Yeah, you and the kids. Okay. Um, my point was, I saw a movie. Uh, it's not. You're great- old enough to be like my young uncle. <laughs> let's let's do it. 
<laughs> I don't know what what's entailed. Do I have to any responsibilities? I have to get you, you gifts. Can be, you can be my young uncle by like that, like a <laughs> young dorky uncle Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the the, <laughs> the 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 kid my grandma had when she was a teenager. Now that's a story. Anyway, it's a horrible story. But I saw a heart condition. I'm sorry, I no, just no, stopped. It, no, no, just... it's okay. It's okay. Just for context, so I don't trail off. It was yes. a movie Bob Hoskins and Denzel Washington called Heart Condition. That my it was a school oh. trip, and it had like the most like f bombs I'd ever heard. Yeah, I was like twelve, and it scarred me in a good way. I Someone think. was referencing that movie. I haven't seen that. It's movie. It's not a particularly great movie. Players Club, Heart Condition, and, and Beverly Hills Cop. When I was a kid, also rocked my world. Like, oh, that was great. Yeah. That's I was actually just talking about that last night about how great of a comedy it was because oh it was truthful. Yes. I was watching some comedy the other day, and it was just like no one got killed or no one got you know right. like. But like in Beverly Hills Cop, people yeah people died. Yeah, they treated yeah. you like a a fucking adult. Do you... 15. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Did you see uh, your guy Lil Rel in, uh, in Get Out? He was amazing. Um, the movie's amazing. He's amazing. And yeah. both. It, that's such that's a That's one of movie. the things that's good. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. like really great. It's okay. Like, There's yeah. still some good stuff out it's, there, guys. Well, yeah. And it, and, it's, and it really stands out, you know, in, in the landscape of just like, yeah. you know, talk about a movie that a lot of people would be afraid to do or not even know how to do. And, and Jordan just... Really hit it out of the park, and does does it appeal to and you? And Rel Rel is Rel is one of the funniest. Rel makes me cry laughing. He may be the funniest person. Just his way about I've him. Just is it the words he says or his way or everything? Both? Like, yeah. Him everything. He's just so effortlessly funny. Yeah, it, it's makes me mad. <laughs> makes me mad sometimes. He's hitting the table, guys. He's just he's yeah. just punching at the he's air. Makes me mad. <laughs> But that's such a great role. Damn he's, it, he gets Lil to Rel. be like speaking of truth. He be, speaks like the, he's the truth teller in that movie. He's like yeah. saying what's on the audience's mind, and that's such like a fun, yeah, uh, you know, just um, I don't know, vessel for the audience, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone showed me the uh, the meme of him like just like uh, the best friend that you want, like the the best friend everyone needs. Totally. You know, like yeah, he's <laughs> he's the best. You're listening to Happy, Sad, Confused. We'll be right back after this. Do you want to work in terms? I mean, I know you're doing some acting and you've done some acting in film. Does creating kind of like your own kind of film or have you written scripts for the film? Does that appeal to you as well? I mean, you've got a lot going on, obviously, with Carmichael's show, but is yeah, that it's an my favorite. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing, like kind of creating it, and it's just like yeah, you know making the content you want to see, making the television you want to watch or the film you want to see or the, yeah. you know, same thing with stand-up. And stand-up being such a personal, uh, my stomach just growled. Did, did, oh, that did we get it? On? I hope so. I if, hope you so. Did, if you didn't, you got it? That was like a loud, that was like loud. You got to edit that out. No, that no, like, we're keeping it. We're boosting like the audio loud. on that. <laughs> oh, man. People need to know he's a star just like us. I had, uh, I guess I didn't eat too heavy. I had like blueberries and eggs, oh, but I eat so that every morning. That's my every. That's I'm a creature. I have it. That's What's every your, yeah, give, give us your uh, eggs and blueberries. That's how you start the day. Yeah. What kind of what kind of eggs? Sunny, two eggs, sunny. Runny, like a runny kind of thing, or not too runny. Just okay. you know, a picturesque sunny. Do you prepare it yourself, or do you have a team of the drug Carmichael team prepares it for you? I don't want to answer that. What? Because it just seems weird to say I don't make my own eggs, but I don't. I go to a restaurant. Okay, that's you know, acceptable. Or, or yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. It's not a team of there always some there's it's easy to get sunny side up eggs. <laughs> People think it's hard. 
wherever you are. People always say like, it's impossible to get Sunday eggs. Right now in the studio, we were like, oh, if we just peek that head out the door. It's like, we need two eggs, Sunny. I feel like 20 minutes, we could get it. 15th. It's New York, yeah. L.A. might take time with the driving and whatever. Bit, yeah. But that's the event. Yeah, we can get, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you gone Hollywood? Have you changed? Would the kids that you grew up with say that you've changed a bit with the success? I don't talk to them anymore. Right, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I, I, I work, I just work. So it's not even really time to, I mean, no. Right. Yeah. What, 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 pasta got a little bit better. That's <laughs> about it. Are a little I get, nicer. I eat better pasta. Right. A really good pasta. Blueberries are organic now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Farm fresh eggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like yeah. It's but it's it, that's pretty much it. Um, you are a big time movie star because you're starring. You're going to be in the next Transformers movie. Me and the robots, me and the machine. It's me versus the machine. <laughs> are you the guy that takes him? Wahlberg is just on the no, sidelines. No, you're the I guy. Like, I just like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fascinated by that because I've spent some time. I got. I've been on a set of a Michael Bay film. Oh, I, really? I, Which one? Uh, I went the first Wahlberg one. Was it the last one? Was it the last one the first Wahlberg one? Um, I think so. Yeah. I can't remember. There's it, yeah. so many. Yeah, it was the last one. I okay. Think. How um, was it? How was the experience? It was fun. I felt like it was a badge of honor because he yelled at me at one point in a very nice way. Yeah. He was like, he just got on the bullhorn. He's like, Josh, I need you to get out of the way, man. Really? And I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, this that's is awesome. Fun. That's fun. Um, Welcome to Hollywood. I know. <laughs> Where were you here? It was in no, New York? it was in Detroit. Yeah. We're shooting in Detroit. Yeah, we're shooting in Detroit. It was fun. Um, but was that kind of weird to be in that context? Was that like how much is that commerce? How much of that is like just a a also just experience you want to have as an actor as a someone in the you want to have? I, I was really curious about the experience because I wanted to see what that was. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a different thing. That's different. That's than not your run of the mill yeah. film experience. Yeah, and even for action, even for you know its genre. Yeah, that's the extreme. It's still yeah, and it's such a. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's like an actor's uh, equivalent of uh, being able to just, like, try heroin once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's try heroin. Were you guys doing heroin on the set of Transformers? No. That sounded like I'm lying. But <laughs> it's, 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 that was a very now, bad one. It's weird to have to really to give a wait, no. We drug, but just for the record, drug, did you do? These ha- are wait. not the talking points that Paramount. <laughs> did you? Did you? Paramount. Not? These are not the talking points. Paramount. I'm sure wants me to. How, how <laughs> mu- me just clearing up that we did not do heroin. Let me rephrase it. How much heroin did you guys do God on the set? Damn it, of <laughs> what are you doing? Of a career I need to protect. You've had a good run. Don't be selfish. Just, just a hero <laughs> investigations. What do you put on like the uh, occupation form? If you're like, uh, is it is it writer, performer, actor, comedian? Like, what do, when someone asks you that doesn't know what you do, what do you say you would do? I usually shrug and go, I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> I make enough to buy nice eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I eat blueberries. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. What do you think of yourself as though? Uh, Self-employed? <laughs> Are you an entrepreneur of yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, entrepreneur like... of self. You know, like, yeah, I like. Okay. Yeah, kind of self. I never know what to write on those things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy being a producer, probably, probably the most. If really? I'm being honest with you, yeah. What about that? Is just it's just a degree of control, a degree. Yeah, of... it's the only way to guarantee or have somewhat of a guarantee of uh, of uh, content and, and tone and creating it. And, uh, yeah. Making sure that it that the intentions are delivered. Yep. Uh, yeah, being a producer. Were, were were you burned at any point not having control on projects that kind of like taught you that lesson that like I need to kind of 
be the captain of my own ship? No, I kind of came in with the expectation that you can be burned, right. not controlling. You know enough of the industry. We've heard the stories. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you you know what it is. You, it, you, if anytime you walk in into not your project, it's not your project. Right. And, you know, at best you hope for uh, some sort of collaborative effort, but ultimately you don't have the say on a set that's not yours or on a script right. that's not yours. And so I just try to avoid those. <laughs> so far, things. so good. Relatively yeah. speaking. <laughs> Have you like? Do you count as someone as like your greatest advocate that kind of got that helped you steer you in the right direction? That that's a good question. Um, no, I mean just in general, you you I like watching people kind of create for themselves and create things that they seem to have fun with and so is that like it's like when you think you think of someone like louis and something like that are those kind of the models like yeah. that what he's able to do and louis seinfeld yeah. you know you look at you know every the, the in the lineage of comedy prior cosby murphy right you know louis seinfeld uh uh all those guys yeah. you know that did their thing yeah you know or do their thing you know, so it, it allowed me. To, I kind of came. I started really specific. Uh, I I don't really do, I don't really do a lot of things. Right. You know, I just, just kind of started that way. And was was the the bargain of going the the network route, which has worked? Like, uh, you know, as we kind of talked about, it was kind of like seemingly in some ways an odd fit. Are you happy you went that way as opposed to kind of going somewhere? going to the FXs of the world, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, because... And was I, that about audience, just like getting it out there to the widest possible audience or honoring the, the, the form that, that is known on networks or what? Like, what yeah, was well, that about? It, it seemed to be like a, a form that could still work. It, it, this potential for, you know, uh, again, like a, a, a smart, funny show that you could create in this. Like, it, it wasn't broken. It was just like looking at a uh, 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 an abandoned playground. Right. You're like, eh, you can still swing here. There's still a thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. just people weren't, you know. Weren't, they, yeah, weren't even giving it a shot, it seems like. Yeah, and it's a more difficult process. So once you've, I mean, if you develop with, uh, you know, a broadcast network, like a major network, like you can really develop anywhere right. after that. Like as far as process goes. Sure, there's it's so many such cooks that want to be in the kitchen and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and network executives are really, you know, especially in broadcast, like, Testing and and all these things are really so. If you can make it through that gaunt, run that gauntlet, yeah, then then it's like, oh, yeah, I got this. Ah, I could do like, oh, what are we gonna do for the internet? Yeah, okay, <laughs> where no one will watch until it's actually out there. Yeah, sure, I can ah, do that. okay, we could do that. So, okay, coming full circle on the special. Um, well, you know, what, what do you see when you see back at this special? Is this like a marker in time for you? Is this something that like is catching sort of you at a specific moment? Oh, oh, I mean, it's only the second one, but it, it is just this is where I am in this moment, how I feel in this moment. It can change. It will. A lot of things will change, but it's just me being as honest as I possibly can be for that moment. And do you like because I, I, as I said before, I kind of like seeing the audience in some at some cases like not even knowing what to do with you for a second, yeah, right? and kind of like not knowing whether to laugh or not. Or re, I mean, you know, they it's a positive special; they like it. But I, I don't want to like over, oversell that there's like weirdness to it. But it it's no, it, that, I mean, because that's that's the thing. It's like it's a it's a to me what comedy is is a you know just a bearing of your emotions, and I, obviously you have the 
the obligation to the format is to be funny and to have a point. Yeah. And 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 I do have that, but I like to show the try and show the full range of emotion and full range of of uh, thought. And you know, it's not just about like I mean, it's you know, you get up and say a lot of things that get laughs. Right. Right. <laughs> Again, there's the easy way, and then then there's you know, challenging and. and conversing with the audience in yeah. a way and kind of having a dialogue. I, I just do. try and pick the way that's fun for me yeah. and that I find interesting. Yeah. I really find that route interesting and fulfilling, you know, and a lot of the the people at my, the out, even outside of traditional stand-up comedy, you know, pushed thought, you know, like reading Twain, I'm sure it wasn't always just <laughs> knee slapping. <Right. laughs> Yeah. So uh, where are you at on a Carmichael show for season three? Have you shot everything? Or are you we still are shooting? Uh, shooting as we speak. Um, uh, is this going to be on the show? This this little what? what? You didn't see the GoPro that I <laughs> the podcast episode. Yeah, yeah, the podcast episode of the Carmichael show, lowest rated show ever. <laughs> but so okay, you're in the middle of it. And, I'm in the middle of it, and now, you're enjoying yeah. it. This is the process really of cool. actually making it fun, or like when, oh, what's the yeah. fun part? I love it. I get to work with my friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I like love the people I'm around. I like the process. I like the show, and then. Sometimes I forget it's coming out. I sometimes forget right. people are gonna like I'll you know, I'll watch a cut, you know, just in my home and be like, Oh, that was great. Yeah. Then I forget about oh yeah, then oh and then it's gonna <laughs> and then we're gonna release that. Oh, that's fun. Oh that's, that'll be fun, it'll be interesting. I hope people like it too. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. So and is there anything that you uh, right now that you're not able to do thanks to the show and being able to do specials like this that you wanna do? Like what's on the is there something on the to do list in the imminent future that you wanna get to? No, I mean, try and be good about scheduling and, and and try and schedule things out so that my focus and attention can be on what it is that I'm doing. And I try and make sure that I'm doing what I want to do in that sure. moment. And I want to do the show, and I'm so excited by, by doing the show. So it's it's fun to do. Like, the special was taped before we began production, and I right. wanted to do stand-up, and I did it, and want to do the show now and do it. And I just hope that whatever we do next is exactly what I want to do. Well, people, as I said, can check out Eight, the new uh, comedy special HBO, this Saturday night, 10 p.m. Uh, check it out. It's it, it's it's very funny. It's but it, it's it's also just like as I said, it's not your run of the mill comedy special. I appreciate that you bring something very unique that uh, you want to explore on stage, and you're not afraid to kind of um, be honest and open yeah. and, and and embrace that kind of awkwardness that comes with life on stage. I appreciate uh, you saying it, that. It's well worth checking out. And Carmichael Show, do we know a timeline of when we're going to see it or no? No. Okay. But but this summer we get to see you fight robots. Somewhere it'll be on. Uh, uh, this summer, yeah, I'm fighting. Oh, I'm gonna take on all, all the robots. robots. <laughs> all the robots. They're renaming the film Transformers. All, all the robots. The robots. <laughs> uh, Gerard, it's great to meet you, man. Very nice. You're welcome to meet you. anytime. Thank you very much. And your office next time, no? Okay, we'll just need to move every single bit of equipment, which is going to cost a lot of money. But you'll help no, with that bill. No, I'll help move. Okay, that doesn't I'm do lying. much. I'm not gonna help you. <laughs> Rod Carmichael, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Add laughter. Add applause. <laughs> Thank you. Stomach growl. <laughs> and so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs> Thank you.
This episode of Happy, Sad, Confused was produced by Michael Catano, James T. Green, Mukta Mohan, and Kasia Mihailovich for the MTV Podcast Network, with additional engineering by Little Everywhere. You can subscribe to this and all of our other shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you find your favorite podcasts. <laughs>